0: With $20 worth of quarters in my pocket, I think I'm living in the shade of an 80s arcade. Shall we play a game? Oh! Welcome to Living in the Shade of an 80s Arcade. I'm your most excellent host, Joel McLaughlin, here to talk about video games, which is, well, 80s video games, and what's more 80s than Atari. Atari uh, is 50 years old as of this week. I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, a game they're coming out with here first. Um, And then I'm going to go into my top 10 list of games that made Atari great. Okay, So the first thing we're going to talk about here is the fact that atari has announced as of the re- this recording that they will be making releasing a video game for multiple platforms called the atari 50th anniversary celebration it's coming out on the atari vcs which is the new vcs that just came out not too long ago the nintendo switch the Xbox One, PS4 slash PS5, Steam, and the Epic Games Store Online. Uh, it's being released sometimes in sometime in quarter four of 2002. It's going to ha- be more than just a game. It's going to have clips and interviews of um, some of the luminaries that made Atari what it is today. Um or and what it was back then uh, it's not as much as today as it was back then uh, but in the 80s uh, and uh, the very late 70s it was definitely one of the hot companies of the time so the 50th anniversary celebration is going to have I think 90 different games on it um, from the libraries uh, including uh, games from the from the arcade I believe In the 8-bit, uh, it's going to have Yars Revenge Reimagined, which is basically a port, uh, of the original, uh, Yars Revenge game, a game called Quadra Tank, uh, basically, uh, I guess the first entry in in the classic Tank series since 1978. Neo Breakout, which is a new Breakout game, uh, Amazing and addictive two-player competition that combines the best features of Breakout and Pong. VCTR, SCTR, which I'm not exactly sure what that is. This is a master-up celebration of Vector era of gaming, including gameplay from Asteroids and Tempest and other Vector-based video games. Haunted Houses, the original survival horror game for the Atari 2600, gets a modern 3D voxel-based sequel. Featuring more houses, more spooky situations, and more urns. Sworcrest Quest Airworld, uh, after 40 years of waiting, the team of digital eclipses created the fourth and final entry in the series, the Sworcrest f- series. Easy for me to say. Anyway, those are all the new games that are on the cart, but it's going to have all sorts of cool stuff. Uh, and if you love Atari as much as I do, uh, then... Uh, You'll want to go and pick that game out. So, um, by the way, there will not be any clips. I'm just trying to uh, get this re- recorded out because it is uh, we are upcoming on uh, the 4th of July weekend. Uh, I will be in Lake Hope, uh, at Lake Hope, I should say, which is a state park in southern Ohio with the family at a cabin uh, just having a relaxing vacation. So, Let's get into the list. I'll go through the first five games uh, and thoughts on the games. Uh, These are going to be uh, either the arcade, Atari 2600, 7800, or the Atari 8 bit. And uh, I'll go into some thoughts of each system as we run into uh, things. A little bit less on the arcade. So. My number 10 is got to be Pong, 1972, was the first game, uh, that was the first game that Atari made, uh, it was for the arcade, it was probably one of the strangest looking arcade machines you'll ever see, because really, Atari invented it, alright, so this is the first iteration, they were trying to make Pong cool, which at the time it was kind of cool, and... It kind of had a little bit of that 60s vibe, even though it came out in 1972. But it was a really cool game, um, and one of the very first ones, well, the very first one Atari made. And it has to be on the list, because without Pong, none of the rest of the stuff would exist. So, alright, so now we get on stuff a little bit more modern. Marble Madness from 1984 in the arcade is my number 9. Marble Madness is basically, uh, you had to track Paul and you had to roll this marble through a maze. Uh, It was an amazing game, one of my favorite games they have ever had in the arcade. You can play this port on many different systems. Uh, I think I might have done a whole show on on the game Marble Madness, if I remember right. If I haven't, I should, so. The next one, my number eight, I definitely did a full show on. That was Paperboy from 1984 in the arcade had the unique control system, go back to that show, take a listen to that show, and uh, um, and you'll find out uh, more information on the game. It was one of uh, Atari's system boards that they came out with at the time so that they could uh, turn out lots of video games. Uh, I believe it was some system, uh, either system one or two. can't remember which one off the top of my head, but go back and listen to that show, and you'll, you'll find out some more information on that. Number seven is a game I am proud to own uh, back in the 80s and proud to own now on the Atari 8-bit computers. It started on the 400, 800, the 600XL, the 800XL, which is the one I have, and uh, all the way up through the Atari XEGS is Star Raiders. Star Raiders uh, basically... It was like a flight simulator game in space, very similar to. Um, kind of had that Star Wars feel to it. Some of the aliens actually looked like Star Fo- Star Wars fighters, specifically the Tie Fighter. So uh, um, I loved that game. One of the things I liked about it was your your fighter, uh, the Star Raider, uh, could. Um, Fire both from the front of the ship and the back of the ship. Which is very nice and very classy. It also had some bits of Star Trek in it too. Star Trek was one of the very first games ever on a computer at all. Uh, and it was very primitive. Uh, but uh, it introduced the, the, the idea of leaping from one se- uh, cell on a map to another cell. And Star Raiders kind of used that a little bit. Alright. Uh, number 6... Uh, game, before we go into the break, is Xevious from 1986 on the Atari 7800. Now, the 7800 was basically a, the official sequel. Uh, I mean, it came out after the uh, Atari 5200, which is uh, not a system I owned. Uh, I want to get one someday. Um, but a lot of games that uh, came out in the 7800 were also available on... Uh, the 5200 as well i believe including this game um uh, but the 7800 um uh, basically the cartridge was also wider uh and had a uh a new chip on it uh, uh which is a slightly customized version of the 6502 ran faster had more voices and it could also accommodate a. Uh, um additional chips being installed on the ROM cartridges so um but it just was a wonderful system but uh, the game I'm talking about for my top six games Zevius. Zevius was uh let me see if I can actually I want to find a full description of it there we go the shoot up uh it came off of the uh original arcade uh game which was also uh I actually released on from Namco. Uh, So Namco made the game. Atari uh, distributed it here in the North America market. And they also made it available in the 7800. And it was just a wonderful game. Kind of like a top-down version of uh, Zaxxon. It's kind of what it made made it feel like to me. Uh, But it was a great game. So if you haven't played that one, go ahead and grab that. Um, but right now, uh, we're going to go ahead and take a break. And then we're going to get into the top five. All right, before I go and thank our hosting provider, I do have some shout outs today. I want to thank our good friend Rob Flott at Living in the 80s. If you like the 80s as much as I do, you need to check that show out. You may run into Matt Moore over there. And uh, like I said, check him out also need to put a shout out to Jason Pitesmeyer at Chewing the Fat, as well as um, Free For All and his wife's show that he produces in the salon. Uh, great content over there. You do need to check all of those shows out. And I also want to thank my good friend Travis at Roundtown Radio for playing this show. Uh, he plays this right behind Living in the 80s we're like two peas in a pod you gotta listen to round town radio uh thank you guys for your support and let's go thank our hosting provider anchor and welcome back to the show um you know i can't stress how important it is to thank uh my friends here so uh and anchor as well so uh you know um i'm that's why i play that that clip every week so uh you know of course these are going to be the only clips in this show but that's okay it's going to be a lot of me talking so um zybots is my number four from nine actually hold on a second i skipped number five so now you already know my number four that's okay uh number five is missile command from 1981 uh that was actually 1981 which was that uh i'm trying to remember which one was the whether that was the arcade version because the atari had both versions they had the arcade as well as the uh um 2600 so i'll kind of talk a little bit about both because they're both equal in my opinion but 1980 was the arcade version. 1981 was the 2600 version. Um, the main difference between the two versions was that the arcade had a trackball. And you moved the little cursor around shooting missiles uh, to counteract uh, the missiles that were coming in. Trying to destroy your cities and to target uh, your missile depots. Uh, so, um, But it was just a wonderful game on both the Atari and uh, twenty six hundred, as well as in the arcade. The arcade was better, uh, but uh, it's definitely a game that uh, Atari is well, mem- well, well, well remembered for. So, uh, and then Zybots uh, was the number four. <clears throat> number four game was Zybots. It was. Excuse me, I had to grab a drink. It was a uh, a great game. It was a uh, kind of like a maze game that you shot it shot kind of in a third person so you saw your guy in front of you but you walked through the maze almost like a first person almost kind of felt a little, tiny bit like wolfenstein but um you 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 had this little gun and there was all these robots that you had to shoot called zybots really fun game and one of the ones that i played the most in the arcade uh, number three should be of no surprise that this one should be in my list from the arcades star wars from 1983 you played luke skywalker red 5 heading to the death star to destroy the death star combating tie fighters shooting towers and stuff on in turrets on the the death star just a great vector game back in the day and had that really wonderful yoke uh control scheme that uh that uh, we all remember, and it's not you can play it on other systems, but it's to me, it's not Star Wars unless you're playing it on that controller. Um, interesting fact there, I believe that uh, that controller was first being developed for the Starfighter last Starfighter game that was aborted and um, never came out. So, uh, but the uh, the uh, game was just yeah definitely worthy of my top three the next game number two on the 7800 was food fight it's one of the very few 7800 specific games i had um include i that would also include Zevius. i also had that one too but food fight uh you would just scoop up these foods and hurl them at uh at your opponents and you know, it, it, me and my brother loved playing that two player because we it was just a lot of fun. It was like having your own food fight without all the mess. So, uh, kind of a uh, kind of felt a little bit like um, the same perspective that Berserk would give you. Um, by the way, Berserk is uh, would be a uh, a uh, not not in my top ten, but definitely a great game uh, in uh, an honorable mention. So it might sound strange making this one as my number one. But uh, the number one, uh, just like my number 10, had to be significant to uh, everyone. It had to be something every I wanted everyone to have played. If you played the 2600, you had this game. Everybody who bought the 2600 had this game, at least when they bought them at first. That's the packing game. Combat. Combat was uh, had not just tanks, but primarily tanks. Uh, it had tanks and it did have fighter jets and other uh, different weaponry uh, that you would fight each other on. One of the best two-player games on the 2600, I think, and uh, and it's just an iconic game for me. Like I said, everyone played this game. Everyone who bought an Atari 2600 had this game, so um, it's kind of like when, when people bought the NES, they had Super Mario, everyone had that game, because it was the packing game, and it's one um, of the 10 games, I think, that made Atari great, uh, one of the, you know, it, it's graphics were pretty, you know, crap for the time, for, uh, well, crappy, definitely by modern standards, but um, not even that great, uh, at the time there were other games that had better graphics but um this is what we got <laughs> so uh, uh but uh my number one is combat uh this is my list nobody else's list uh so um, you know you may have different games in your top 10 atari games but let's uh hear from you guys if you uh, uh have a favorite Atari game. Uh, go ahead, post it in the, in the uh, Facebook group. Living in the shade of an '80s arcade on Facebook. Uh, and uh, I'll mention it next show if if uh, we do get any. But uh, it's definitely a, a company worth uh, celebrating. So I want to thank everyone for listening this week. Fourth of July is Monday. Remember, uh, while we still have it, celebrate your freedom and take care. Bye-bye.